Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Liliana Velasquez. Oh, thank you, Anna Barros. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. You're like the, the person that needs to be on this. Oh, podcast. am I? You are. My friend asked me today if I, uh, what I was going to be talking about on the podcast. And I was like, probably sex. That's what everybody asks me about. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is that, Liliana? Why? Why could that I think be? it's my smile. <laughs> <laughs> not a very wholesome smile. Is it wholesome? I think it's wholesome. It's the eyes that are not wholesome. Really? I always thought my lips were the ones that gave me away the most. But I guess there is... I, maybe it's the whole face. I think <laughs> maybe it's, it's, it's the everything. whole face. It's everything. You know what our problem is? Oh, yeah. My pole dancing teacher has an accent. And she told me the other day... Has an day. accent? Yes. Well, she's she's from, not from anywhere. She just has an accent. <laughs> no, I just always get it wrong. And I don't want to say the wrong place. So you um, still don't know. I do know. But again, okay. I have... A connection to a wrong place in my mind already okay. and so i always end up saying the wrong you just scared location so mm-hmm. i don't want to do it the wrong on air i would rather just say she has an accent but when i give you the accent you can probably guess <laughs> okay give me so she's like very good liliana your muscle memory is strong i can tell that you are dancer and have dancer body but we have one problem with your stripping for pole dance and i'm like what is it what's the problem she's like your face <laughs> <laughs> you are enjoying this too much. You must give zero fucks. You see every stripper, no fucks given. You see, f- she shows me Instagram pictures and she's like, look, no fucks. No fucks. Look, doesn't give a fuck. Look, you see, nothing. 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 You need to be dead in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, Is that what she's eyes. saying? She need, you need to be dead? I think it's just that it's so painful that when you really control your face, you can also endure it's really painful what part of it's painful the sliding on this pole with your skin kind of like yeah right so you don't okay oiling it up means you just slip off (laughs) (laughs) and so when your thighs and everything you're you're really just like it's all just you're using your full body and you're using your twerk of angles to be able to lock yourself into positions against something so you're using your body as friction yeah that sounds horrible it's i mean it depends on the level of pain you're into and what you like so i love it but it's you know i i build i'm not trying to hurt myself i'm definitely trying to just endure it look graceful have fun get sexier in a weirder in a different way than yeah, what i'm used to my head it would be like the the ultimate um skill level of pole dancing would mean that you go around it so fast that there's no friction <laughs> you're just like wee, wee, wee. Well, <laughs> now that i'm yeah. learning how to pole dance i realize why i was rejected as a stripper in a new york cu- club when i auditioned they were like, do you pole dance? And I was like, yeah. And now I look back at that moment. And I was like, oh, my God. I was salsa dancing with that pole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. I was like, yeah, pole. Huh? <laughs> you were, you were <laughs> serenading a pole I was just, you know, I was, salsa. Probably, yeah. That's so Like beautiful. there was no dips, no ass pops. I was like, huh, bueno, I know. You were just dancing around the pole yeah. as opposed to pole You know, dancing. and turning into it and everything and like <laughs> kicking, you know, like I was just Latino dancing around a pole. So much confidence. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I it. think I was naive as well. <laughs> there's like a, there's like something in that that's like, huh. <laughs> like I can dance with anything. What do you mean yeah, pole they, dancing? <laughs> that's the easiest thing. It doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, that is adorable. That is a beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah. Wow. So how long have you been not salsering the pole? Like? Um, so over the summer, I got to work with Bad Bruises at Overmorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I met the Stripper Collective, which is just, oh, and so many other artists. It was just a great little way to uh, not 
go crazy during lockdown one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as opposed to lockdown two. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a beautiful reference to how you can drop in. Okay. Cause we've both lost partners. Uh, recently. <laughs> We both recently lost yeah. partners, uh, ex-partners, and uh, and so when we talk about it and we drop in the, into conversations, oh, but he's dead. We we exp- people don't know how to react to that. Yeah, and when they don't laugh, it's like, come on. Yeah, like come on, I'm a comedian. I like, like I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Like I've processed. Like obviously that's a joke. Like come yeah. on, acknowledge it. Don't ignore it. I also don't, don't want it. you to think, especially for the the my ex that I'm speaking about. He's a very big part of the life that I have now. So yeah. I do refer to him often, and I don't want people to still think that I have him and his wonderful support that he offered unconditionally any yeah. longer in my life in case they think that I'm super okay. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just to, yeah, to make it really clear. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I like to drop it into conversation because it's like, hey, that is my history. Yeah. And I need to be able to laugh about it. Like, I've got so many exes and it's, me too. it's kind of like having a dead one. I, uh, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, this is my first dead ex. ex me too. Dead exactly. Ex. Dead, dead ex. Dead ex. Dead ex. Dead ex. Dead ex. Dead ex. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck and i think it's also a way that like i personally have never had a bad associate i mean i do go through grief but i've never had i wasn't raised to fear death yeah so i was raised to kind of like honor it ritualize it like uh, yeah, talk, you, you know got the- flow it through i got the witchiness you know like, mm. I'm like no i was definitely brought up to risk <laughs> like raised scared of death yeah. but i've done a lot of work on not being scared of yeah. death my grandmother died in front of all of us while we were holding hands oh, while beautiful. they gave her morphine and my aunts were singing like catholic religious hymns and so in a catholic way you were raised not to fear death yeah. that's confusing because- well i guess it's because you know we were in a place in the world at a time where death was really frequent <laughs> like yeah, we're talking right. medellin colombia in the 80s yeah we're talking bombs we're talking so so i think that parent I, what they what i experienced it wasn't like they taught me that it was just like they had to deal with it so often and you mm. as a child walked into situations where you're like why are they crying and they're like bah. it was just like blatant so and so died yeah yeah um, yeah or, or the little yeah. town i grew up in in colombia you know every every time i went to school there would be like a coffin coming down the street Jesus. you know it was just really regular wow i had the opposite like i've had <laughs> you know all the funerals i've ever been to have been for suicides that's hard and not that many like uh, i've really not been around many people like a, a few i haven't been around many people that were close to me like yeah uh, if, throughout all the years of my life that i've lived there haven't been that many people that have died in my mm. life I mean, yeah. and when they do that it's like 104 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's time it's time yeah. and i had friends like with the example of colombia i had friends or cousins you know like other i was still growing up and i was you know young so yeah like, it was like oh well, well yeah I suppose I've had like, you know, there's, there's relatives, they die, you know, old age, but yeah, uh, not a lot of death around generally, but, uh, and now there's Corona and now there's Corona. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know, death. Uh, I think my, yeah, my mum is terrified of death. My dad is like philosophical and tries to be cool, but, uh, but okay, so I'm I'm uh, death. What were we talking about? Pole dancing. Yeah. Pole dancing. So you've been doing it since summer. So I've been doing it since summer. Uh, I figured I've always been extremely physical. Yeah, and I used. To- you're very fit. You're you're ripped. You're, yeah. You're like your body looks like it needs to. It can do lots of things. 
My, does, doesn't it? It does. It does, doesn't it? Well, you're a dancer as well, right? You're a dancer. Well, I mean, I like, I like, I like athleticism. I just, I've, I've always mm. been hyper physical. That's never changed in my, in my youth. So I am a dancer. <clears throat> <clears throat> These legs are going to walk all over you. <laughs> and, um, and walk all around that pole. <laughs> <laughs> and for a long time in New York, when I was training at my top level of training, when I was really trying to be a triple threat, Broadway, you know, like that was my goal. Um, triple threat being dancer, actor, actor singer, singer. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, and at that level of training, I was also dating a clown, uh, acrobat. Oh, that's so hot. That Is shouldn't it? be. Why? Why? Just, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Oh my God. I had a physical response to I that. I saw like. it. <laughs> <laughs> so we would wake up and train and then like take a nap or go for whatever you did in your day. Come back, train, have a lunch, train, fuck, train, mm. fuck, train. It was always like mm. this sparring, this constant energy. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought to myself in like the life that I'm living right now with another lockdown coming, mm. how am I going to be able to, to, to let that energy out and mm. tune my body into what I want? it to be again mm-hmm. even though i'm talking about 10 years later <laughs> yeah but yeah that's like this you've always got time this feeling of like oh it's too late yeah, yeah. bullshit yeah so. i would say that i've never been athletic ever uh but i have heaps of energy mm-hmm. and so how i channeled all my energy and my uh basically all of my life was from sex what, Yep. Sex, uh, <laughs> the pursuit of sex, and then also working. I started working when I was 14. So you're very, you're, from what I noticed in your work ethic, you seem to be an overachiever, which is. Like, yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I, like, I work a lot. Like, I, yeah. like, my work ethic is. And you is work solid. good. You work good. You have, you have, like, your. Not Processes and, and, mm. and stand, uh, not standards. Standards. Yeah, standards. Definitely. Yeah. And so I've always like uh, from high school through to current day, I've always had multiple jobs, yeah. always, always working at least two jobs. Mm. And, uh, and that's where my energy's gone. You know what they say about idle hands. <laughs> <laughs> They're inside my vagina. Um, so I didn't play sport. I actually thought sport was just dumb. Um, but I did start like doing physical exercise when I left high school because I realized my mental health needed it. It's re- true. Yeah. And it was just for my mental health. And so I've always dabbled, but mm-hmm. I, it's not like pole dancing at all. I'd say it's maybe the opposite. I've started skipping rope. That's great. Yes. Jump roping, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Skip, jump yeah. roping. What is skipping rope? Skipping rope. <laughs> it's also jumping a rope. <laughs> it's yeah, ju- it's jump, jumping, yes. <laughs> jumping rope. <I'm> skipping. <laughs> skipping rope. Skipping. I guess you're skipping if you're ju- yeah, over a rope and going in a direction. Do versus- you have to, I don't think you have to be moving to be skipping, like go- going somewhere. But that's a skip. Yes, I agree. And a slide, maybe, it's- but a jump is in place. Okay, I'm, uh, <laughs> this is super technical. I think you're totally right. <laughs> but in Australia, I'm gonna pull the pull the uh, in Australia card. If you're skipping a rope, you can just be in one. You can be stationary. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Australian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm jumping. All right, rope the world map. is flat, right? No, it isn't. No. <laughs> I'm jumping rope like Rocky in like minus one temperatures. I'm doing like half an hour at the at It's the cardio children. jumping rope. Exactly. That and that's insane. what I need. I need cardio because I'm not getting sex and I have all this energy and it makes my brain so much better. I, all of it is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like one of the things that I love to do is punch a hit, uh, like hit a punching bag. Ooh, I've oh, always. Oh my God. Yeah. That is like therapeutic. It's almost sexual. I could probably have like not a full like <laughs> orgasm, but I could have like a let go release moment that my pussy is involved in while I'm hitting that bag. Oh, I'm feeling she's it just right like, now. 
I'm so glad we're at orgasms already. Yes. Um, orgasms. I was just going to go straight into like a uh, vaginal clitoral. Uh, like, uh, do you know about the cervix, cervical orgasm? Uh, Kate Checker yeah. was telling me about that. Have yeah. you explored that? I've explored so many things. I think right now I'm studying to be a doula. So while I'm looking at cervixes in a different manner to explain more... them to other people and like how you can test where your cervix is at by putting your fingers inside you, which is also part of like the um, FMA, which is fertility awareness method, which a lot of people use not to get pregnant. All right. So doula, what's the definition of a doula? A doula is a, a person that's there to support you during your birth process and is there for the whole family, but really with a focus. This is my definition, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, really with a focus on the most vulnerable person in the family, which at the moment is the woman going through the they as well. Mm-hmm. It ha- there's mm-hmm. So it's the person that's going through or uh, through the pregnancy process and the laboring. Mm-hmm. And that can also include miscarriages that mm-hmm. can include. Um, multiple attempts and just being there so that they don't they have they have someone to talk to and breathe through and, and be part of something in a way um, that is also supporting the midwife mm-hmm. it's also supporting the rest of the the system mm-hmm. so, Interesting. so it's like I'm, a, I'm an emotional support that's beautiful and, and with with knowledge with and knowledge. technique and a lot of a lot of non-shamefulness about the body and about yeah. uh, even you know talking about sexuality or bringing postpartum talking about things that you know once you have a baby how to maintain the dynamic again how to find your own self again how to honor the process that your body's going through and you need help uh it it takes a village they say and so Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. sense a doula is like one of those village people that is like i'm here to help you through this wonderful experience in your life that can also be traumatic and that sometimes you feel like your voice isn't being heard because everybody's talking around you so that doula is there to be like These are your options. Mm-hmm. This is what they're really trying to say. Or, or, you know, a lot of the medical system tries to frighten people into mm-hmm. making a decision, mm-hmm. especially with birthing. And it's massively controlled with cesarean, you know, pushed towards cesareans. Or the, yeah. And there are options. And a cesarean birth can also be beautiful. And mm-hmm. so not making the mom feel like having a cesarean birth was a bad birth. Yep, exactly. So a lot of things, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the doula aspect. And so I've been working on that for the past year, just certifying Mm. certifying myself with uh, a San Francisco-based doula uh, sisterhood. Is it connected to a specific sort of indigenous or village uh, There is many historical connections Mm -hmm. to it. And so within... Within the system of studying doula, of studying to be a doula, you... Well, cultural, sorry. I mean, more like a... There is. is Like, you'll hear... People will always bring up what their heritage brings up. Mm -hmm, So, like, mm -hmm. for me as a Colombian woman, we have cuarentena after you give birth, which is 40 days where, like, basically your mom, your grandma, the grandmother, and the great-grandmother, and any sisters and aunts and uncles, like, you don't leave the fucking bedroom, okay? You don't get up. You have chicken soup. All you do is breastfeed, sleep, sleep, breastfeed, okay? Although the name has probably been a little bit ruined by COVID. that name is the intern is uh, yeah it's it's a quarantine it's just 40 days yeah 40 days so 40 days after you give birth in colombia you do not leave the room you're just ideally pampered. ideally you're not pampered okay i mean you are definitely pampered but it's not looking at that like you're you're just being allowed the space to be alone with this shift this mm. beautiful shift and you're being given a support group where you can rest and recover and you don't have to get up and make food for your other kids and you know you don't have to worry about this or the one that you know there's a lot of things that a new parent really 
is it's wonderful when you can indulge in that. Like in Hong Kong, they have like these doula hotel or these hotels that mm-hmm. very wealthy people go to for 40 days after they've given birth and they're oh, just yeah. spying. They're just like a spa, <laughs> which is exactly, and they have their special food and their special, and there's a lot of food that you want to eat afterwards that's very simple. So you don't want to, okay. you don't want to put heavy stuff in your stomach after you've given birth. You want like little broths and these broths mm-hmm. and, and things that are good for making the milk drop and lactation and things mm. that are good for, you know, reheating your body up because you're, you know, you've gone through this massive yeah, transition into transition. motherhood. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. even if you're already a motherhood, every time you give birth, you're going into a transition into motherhood. And yeah. And wow. in Asian culture, they, they believe that they don't even go into like 50 or 60 days and that the longer you're in that, the most, the more likely you are to age well and, um, recover that full, like body, everything that you had before you gave birth. So that's like, like you, the longer you stay in this very Zen, resty, take care, you know, no television, no books, nothing that's going to take your, Mm. you know, and feeding the baby and having the baby on your chest and building this, the, that you're going to like, and the partner is around as well. The, the ideally, the yeah, yeah, ideally. Okay. I mean, but so this not- is Berlin. We don't know. You guys are all like, I'm Polly. Let's have seventeen partners, and none of them here when I need them. Oh. Sorry, I love you guys. I'm a slut, not Polly. It's <laughs> <laughs> too much information. Sometimes I should be quiet. No. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, I hope all the Polly dynamics work. Like, I, I hope I, them too. I, I really love it. So I love the concept. I, I love, love the, the concept, concept that you could actually have a community and raise. Oh. Like, I had this dream at one point that my mum was like. <gasps> No, Anna. Which was like, yeah, I have a baby with a guy. We live separate and I can bring the baby out with my housemates. I've never told my housemates about this idea. But it'd be like, look, he, the baby can, they can go to the dad's place. I can also hang with the dad. We can still have a relationship maybe. And then I can have the baby here. And then my housemates could also be a part of it. Like yeah. whoever wants to be a part of it could be a part of it. Yeah, ideally. I mean, in a good society. Where ideally. And I try, and I'd like, I live with my housemates as like a chosen community. Like, where there's we, no like K lying around. There's, look, it's it's kept in boxes, okay? It's uh, I forgot about the K. I know. <laughs> we can do a little bump. Uh-huh. Quarantine life, <laughs> right? No, but it's the only drug that I am doing right now. I'm doing fine. Quarantine's been great. <laughs> for everyone, uh, let's just plug you now. Uh, Freudian slip. Is it Freudian slip club or Freudian, Freudian slip club? Is what I designed as like the umbrella the umbrella um, the umbrella because i was doing more showcases that many years ago when i first started Freddy and slip club and natasha bikini off was a big part mm-hmm. of that with was traveling with this, that show and um i uh didn't think that sunday slips was going to become so big where people would never say Freddy and slip club again they were just like sunday slips is our sunday i'm like it's not a show it's a fucking open mic yeah. <laughs> like, i have shows i love my sunday slips but like at one point i was like oh because i created that and i created the whole no matter what and and made so much of a big deal about not advertising that everybody only thinks about sunday slips yeah, it's great. I <laughs> we are, it- the whole Berlin English uh, comedy community is super grateful for the space. Yeah, uh, like some some uh, aren't, like, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm like, on, you know I'm on whatever, but I'm the heart and soul. So yeah, and it's, it's a- not easy to get along with a fiery heart and soul person all the time. So I'm grateful for the ones that come back after I'm like fuck you. <laughs> Learn more before you challenge me. 
but well, I'm always grateful. But, and, and, but it's such a it's such a safe space to try things. Exactly. And, and no matter what, you can do a show on Sunday. And like, I can't control what goes on sometimes, so I just have to try and keep it flowing and being like, yes. you are amazing. You are an inspiration. You are a role model. You are. Uh, a wonder to 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 see in in full flight. You're gonna make me cry, and they don't see this on a potty audio podcast. You're wasting these tears. This is gold. Just let that voice waver a little bit more. Oh my god! I know my voice doesn't waver. <clears throat> <laughs> but but the, the the thing is also the show Sunday slips when uh, whatever it's online, but otherwise um, it is also an in 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 person real show. Is yeah. that uh, comedians Showcase can just show up? Or, yeah, yeah, show, yeah, show up, up to sign up. up. Which now, thank God, there's like three or more places like that for the yeah, open mics. That helps, which I find really important because community, real life, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and there's so much time wasted with back and forth of people who are still insecure to show up to something, yeah. and so then you spend like. You know, so many minutes and hours of a week answering somebody that's not ready. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Just fucking show up when you're ready. It's so nice that you answer those people. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll just be like, you know what I do whenever anyone asks me anything? I'm like, Sunday slips. (laughs) I know. That's all I do. Somebody wrote me once and they're like, can you get back to us? And I was like, our automated response says, I sometimes respond. (laughs) Did you not read that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a beautiful response. (laughs) Just show up. Just show up, yeah. And the number of times I've met people. And then I'll know you're people. serious as well of taking that risk and being mm-hmm. vulnerable to that, which is a hard step. Yeah. You know, because then we have to deal with the ego that comes afterwards when you think you're great. Yeah. And then the reality of the yeah. ones that commit and stay longer. And yeah. You see all this development. You see all these people yeah. pass through. It's, it's yeah. fun. I think slips was the, was one, in the, within the first week I did Sunday slips. Didn't um, I like. Of me actually stalk you to go to Sunday Slips. I was like, this bitch is on the cafe shop right down the street. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We met because you were a customer at my work. And then, yeah. (laughs) That's right. We met independent of comedy. Yeah. Just, like, just, I just started doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So back to uh, being a doula and finding the cervix. Uh, You find the cervix to tell you when you can get pregnant? No. Yes, yes. So there's several things that you would do in in, uh, fertility awareness, which is, you know, you take your temperature every day. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's a very slight shift that happens. So if you don't really do it every day, you're not going to notice the shift. And you start taking all these notes on, like, how your menstruation works, what day is happening, what what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. and your cervical fluid. Yeah. So you'll notice this, if it's egg whitey, if that's it's dry. Very, yeah. So all of these things are connected. So when your cervix is at a high point, when it's at a low point, when it's mm-hmm. like boom into sperm, when it's okay. like I don't want into sperm. <laughs> I feel like mine's been like that for a while. Now. <laughs> mine's like just mm, just put it in my mouth. Don't worry. Fuck it. No, no, I'm just kidding. I haven't had any sperm there for a long time. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, glad about that. Never really. It's been a while. I don't mind a dick across my face, but I'm not about to swallow your cum. Yeah, when was the last time I swallowed? I don't know, man. (laughs) Tell me, Liliana, when was the last time I swallowed? Uh... (laughs) Right now! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess it was when I had a boyfriend. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, last March, April, yeah. I'm pretty sure I swallowed his cum. Yeah. Shout out to my last boyfriend. Shout out to Consuelos. <laughs> Get tested. <laughs> no, we got tested, him and I. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I try not to ingest any fluids before testing. Sweet. Yeah, test before ingest. Test before <laughs> that's you COVID digest. COVID time. Yeah, that's <laughs> all the time, Liliana. That's all the time. 
<laughs> what are you talking oh, about? <laughs> okay, because when you talked about um, cervix and uh, fertility, I was like thinking that I could just stick my hand up there and like my hand like, would oh, tell it's me. One inch down. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, yep, I am ovulating. No, but no, but, but it's I, multiple things. And also, if you were to start inf- in- incorporating the fertility awareness method in your life, mm-hmm. you are ahead of many things in the future when you have to talk to your gynecologist about mm-hmm. your cycle yeah uh, i mean including like oh i have shoulder pain every single third week mm-hmm. but before my period and sometimes all these things are connected like mm-hmm. chinese medicine and mm-hmm. you know so if you have this information at hand and you just re- regularly do it and one thing that i read in one of the books that i was stu- that i am studying from which was like sometimes the couples that are really into not having a kid together and having mm-hmm. great sex without protection and all that, mm-hmm. like the partner, I'm going to use the word male here, but it could also be a female. Mm-hmm. The partner, it would have to be gender opposites so that there's possibility of fertility. Yeah. So if, yeah. if you're they, I'm just using the term male for the aspect of, let's say, to, just say the penis and the vagina is the people yeah. maybe. So the partner who's got the penis will wake up a little bit earlier and take the temperature of the vagina partner. This is when they really want to have children. No, when they don't. When they don't. Yeah, fertility awareness is about not having kids. Yeah, yeah, just checking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I care about you so much, I don't want to have your children. I like it. But because if you get up to go to the bathroom or you have light influencing you, your temperature does change. Yeah. So if you're still in bed, have a sleep, that's the most accurate temperature that they can take. When you're sleeping is when you're... Temperature like is most accurate. Not in your, you know, in the morning hours. In the morning okay, hours, okay. you're about to take your temperature. Like if you get up to go to the bathroom, you changed your temperature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've and been. That you, happens yeah. often. <laughs> okay. For you, you go to the toilet a lot. Do you, do you? Oh, I wake up and I go to the toilet. I mean, that's my first thing. I'm like, I'm up. Let me pee. Yeah. I, I pee right away. Okay. I, but I also like smoke weed until like the wee hours and like ingest bad, just like I try to drink more tea now. So I'm not just munching on like shit. Yeah. Tea's the best. I drink yeah. so much tea, but yeah. that's also because I don't drink anything else. else. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Coffee in the morning and then it's just tea. Like it's insane. I've been getting things. into that more though. Yeah. It's because I'm trying to drink more water. Just tea and cake. My favorite lettuce. We still haven't done it. <laughs> We sound like just like these like pure like we were like well, no we really do party no I swear we do we do we do we do sometimes drugs are really good for shifting you know like for yeah. really shifting for allowing our brains to stop thinking about the things that we decided when we broke things yeah right <laughs> that, when we broke things. when we broke things that needed to be broken don't fuck with me yeah right. Um, I'm I'm for breaking things, and then you know, and I'm also for learning to have more patience. And By blah, breaking blah, blah. things, go into specifics. I'm going into like when a relationship is bad, and you gotta like fucking flip the switch and get the fuck out. Sometimes you gotta break a few things, and Liliana, by that I mean souls. Liliana, you you um we caught up when you left. Uh, tried leaving your ex uh, one of the first times, and Aww. I had just left um left my my ex. And it was one of those breakups that took so long. Yeah, multiple really, breakups. Multiple, multiple breakups, breakups. So many fucking breakups. So many. So much love, so much pain, yeah. so many attempts to make it work. Yeah. And you had this great piece uh, written on your whiteboard. And I still If they it. all love you, you must be dead. Uh, um, Is it that one? No. no that's no. still there. <laughs> if they... That was up there. That one's up there there on permanent marker. Yeah. No, what it is, is not all toxic people are cruel and uncaring. Some of them, some of them love you, love us dearly. Many of them have good intentions. Um, Most are toxic to our 
to ourselves um, simply by be simply because their needs and way of existing in the world force us to compromise ourselves and mm-hmm. our happiness. And I've got the whole thing that, and that Aww. has helped me. I'm so glad you say that because I'm always look, it's there. Yeah, I, yeah. I've got your handwriting on yeah, my phone. I'm gonna have to have you send me that. I remember it. I remember it well, and I remember why I put it up there because I was helping myself go through that transition. Yeah. And, and I love the person very much that I yeah. that I separated from. So yeah, of course. I was like, I need to. I'm I'm dying inside. Yeah. You know, and I know it and my body's getting stiffer, like all these things that were shit. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm more fluid. Yeah. But yeah. I couldn't because I, you know, I care. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. Yeah. And now I, Filippo uh, came to my house once and he was Filippo. like. Yeah, Filippo. Yeah, Filippo. Uh, Filippo. Filippo. Uh, shout Filippo. out to Filippo. Prefico. Prefico. He said to me, he said, he said your house is a self-help book. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, because I have things like my door says, create the art you want to see in the world. Yeah. And then over here it says, live truthfully. Over there it says, button by button. <laughs> but on Deutsch, Knopf von Knopf. Ooh, it's way sexy. It's, it's German. Case People down. say that German isn't sexy. Like, I think German is very sexy. I think it's sexy. I have met a few people that can talk to me in German, and I'm like, was hast du mir gesagt? Was? Nochmal, nochmal. Sag das nochmal. Warum? Warum denn? Warum? Warum bist du da? Was hast du angefasst? Komm gleich. (laughs) (laughs) Nee, I've never said that. (laughs) Never, never. You're German sounding great, babe. I've been practicing a lot. I went taking classes and I love it. Uh, Are you seeing anyone at the moment? I think I am, but <laughs> they're sorry, German, so you never know. <laughs> wow, you're dating, potentially dating a German. I am definitely having a lot of fun with somebody very special. And oh, they are German. Wow. How did you meet them? Mm, nope. Nope? Okay. <laughs> Do I know them? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but nope, because you don't want to affiliate them on this podcast? Yeah, I don't want to give. Yeah, no. You don't want to give any details. No, I mean I don't mind talking about things, but I also it's new and special. Yeah, and yeah, I totally respect. Who knows that. where it'll go? As soon as you start to, I feel like as soon as I mention to my dad. I mean, they're afraid enough of how much affection I give already. Imagine if I talk about them on a podcast. Oh, disgusting! God, disgusting, pathetic. Ew. They'll think it's all about them. All about them. Have you got Never. no sense of yourself? Please put yourself in the right place on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> knopf in mein Knopf. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, let's Definitely, see. Um, but it's, yeah. fun. it's fun. It's a lot of fun. That's um, great. And he <clears throat> does certainly look like my ex, uh, who's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I know exactly who you're talking about. No, 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 no. Just because, you, yeah, I know. Once upon a time, you mentioned something about this. Yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to let it be what it is and, uh, you know, enjoy the moment as they come because there's a lot of emotions there. It's good fun. ones. Good ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Re- wow. You're, you're doing it. You're really doing it. Doing it, doing it, and doing it right. Ow! Um, I fucked someone that reminds me a lot of my dead ex. I think it's something that happens. Apparently, I've been reading up on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, people... No, no, but, like, they came to... They found me. Like They, they pursued- found me, too. Oh. oh, they found me too. And they found me in a very similar manner and dynamic um, of the of the original. Like, well, I guess all Germans of a certain age must flirt the same way. So maybe it was just like the same kind of flirt. It was like, you know? this coffee is cold. I need another one. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it was like the walk past you and stare you in the eyes and me rolling my eyes away. Then the, can I talk to you? And I'm like, can't you see I'm busy? I'm talking to my friends. What do you want? Move away. <laughs> then like, it was different each time. Like, I'm just <laughs> generalizing. And then the third time around was like, I have cocaine. I'm like, let's meet. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk in private then. Not, I think you have some of my time. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. And but then to get to the sex point, um, did they did they push for that? And you were a little bit more. Well, I mean, um, always I I like to be pursued. To, yes, I love to be pursued. Yeah, I like being pursued too, yeah. and I love to be pursued hard, hard, hard. <sighs> Yeah, I love I love being pursued. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a, who doesn't like being yeah, pursued? Who doesn't it like depends being on how they do it, right? No, I mean, I, I love, obviously I like I like I'm like that's not intense enough. No, no, but like, <laughs> but but it depends on how they like. You need to be into them, and then uh-huh. they need to pursue you, of right? Like, course. as in, like, they, no, if I'm not, not going to convince you by pursuing, in, if I'm not into you and you're a good person, mm. I will enjoy the dynamic of teasing you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will at a point have a respectable like line mm-hmm. that i feel shouldn't be crossed in i shouldn't mislead them either yes you know yes. but great friendships have been built on that and also mm. my ex that's dead <laughs> 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 he loved pursuing me even after we broke up and we knew we were never going to date again yeah and that was our dynamic and it was gorgeous and it was it was about an energy and a respect and a like goddessness and like you know like i always want you to have the best in the world because i i know i'm not the one for you but i think that you deserve everything yeah. So I'm here to help you in your path, even if it means finding you another lover. Oh my God. What and that's what I mean king. about pursue me. Yeah. Intensely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I feel like it's been, I feel like people that have pursued me haven't. <laughs> and I pursue intensely. My voice just wavered. I, I just got emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um, I pursue intensely. But well, I've, I've chilled out a lot, actually. Like I've me become too. a lot more. Yeah, I've been practicing disattachment. Yeah, I've been. I suppose I'm, I'm more like Buddhist, right? Like I, I really don't strive for things. If like I let things come, and I like, I'll push to a point where I'll be like, "Hey, let's just grab a drink." And then if that doesn't receive, like if I'm not met in the middle, then I don't push again. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pursue something that doesn't give me interest back. I might torture you with like nonstop images of things that I think are sexy and fun and interesting until you respond oh i like that no i've done i do that i might send like playlists <laughs> yeah yeah like, like i might make you a playlist yeah like there's things like i'm it's like, just like one song like 50 times yeah. like i might do that, that yeah that, that's, that's pursue cool. intensely yeah okay i uh but i stopped doing that <laughs> i stopped doing that when i stopped i stopped drinking and doing drugs yeah. because then i had the the ability to reflect mm. on my decisions and realize that wasn't yeah buddhist actually yeah well i mean i come from the snm world so my buddhism is different <laughs> yes but i feel like it's it's in, in the sense of like i at one point if i'm not me being met it's not fun no it becomes uh it becomes humiliating yeah. if you're not no being met. not really um, <laughs> <laughs> really it doesn't just, i mean depends but no i think more than anything it just becomes like like imaginary play I don't find any of my actions humiliating, even if they're in- like if I like someone and I do something stupid or silly, I don't feel humiliated by it. I feel maybe ridiculous, but there's no there's no like I don't feel shame. You don't sh- feel any no. shame. No, um, I but think- that's something that I certainly is a Liliana trait. Like I don't have shame. It takes a lot to shame me, like a lot, because I've been working against shame since I was 11. Yeah, that's that's 
fucking magnificent. And if you can, if you can pass that on to the world just a bit, uh, everyone will be grateful and better off. I still get pangs of shame. Like I will even get pain. Like I, I work on my shame a lot. Like my mum mm. talking about fear of death, talking about fear in general, mm. like, Love you, mom. But I definitely have inherited a lot of fear and I've done a lot of work to not live my life according yeah. to that. But like, you know, I will even get to the point where if I like someone and it's like nothing's even happening and maybe uh, I'm going to say too much, but like I might even get shame about a message that I've sent and I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have mm-hmm. said that. And like, and it's like, and there's nothing bad in there. Yeah. No, I'll re- reread and reread what I write. And like, okay. if I, I, I will definitely overanalyze it. But oh, there's no shame. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like when somebody tries to call me crazy, I'm like, what? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, you think that I'm, that I don't, that I'm not aware of that? Like, and, and how is that a bad thing? Yeah, yeah, true, you know? true. Um, I'll be like, but I do understand that I'm spiraling, which is different. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm that aware I, of the spiraling yeah. it's like, fine but I'm always going to be crazy <laughs> <laughs> even after the spiral right no yeah. I've become I think definitely with um, being sober for quite a while now I'm uh, way more <laughs> I'm, I'm way more uh, like I know exactly what I've said and where I'm coming from and so if anyone if I end up like having a moment where I think about feeling ashamed for something I'm then pretty quickly able to go, well, that's me, so fuck them. And often I also, in my earlier years when I was working with shame, I was like, would you say that to a man? Like, would you shame a man for the actions I just did? Would you? Yeah. Would you? Would you? No. No. Then fucking shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Like, you know, I definitely, and I've always worked in acting and theater and, and performance and all this, but like the men that I met in New York, which were sexy and powerful and all, you know, mm-hmm. they would say something sometimes, you know, to slut shame you. And it's like, no, you fucking bitch. Yeah. In terms of would men, like, would you ever say to a guy, oh, have you fucked her too? Exactly. Would you like, would you oh, say, I have like, said that to men. Like, have you fucked her as well? Yeah. Have you fucked her? Yeah. I feel like it's not coming from a place of like uh, understanding or respect though. Well, it depends on what the guy and I have together. Mm. But, um, I mean, here to me it sounds like like no matter what 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 sex it's coming from uh it sounds to me a bit shamey like i think i guess the way yeah i mean it's all in tone yeah but i mean it's like have you fucked her too i don't know i guess but even just the have you fucked her too it's like this person like if you say that you've got this idea if you're a person in an orgy the likelihood of that conversation coming up without shame is pretty high. Pretty high. So there you go. Not yet. Not yet. I'm about to go fuck her. Let's, yeah. uh... Thanks for reminding me. I forgot that one. <laughs> so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's totally context dependent, but I suppose just a typical, re- like a, like a on, you know, like. But anything with like a two at the end can be like that. It's like, yeah, did right. you break that glass too? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's an implication of too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where so, oh, you're go? having fun sexual stuff. Okay. I am not. I am reconnecting with my kinky lifestyle. Ooh. Which is so lovely because I had, um, and I tend to accept people the way they are. <laughs> Hopefully they accept, <laughs> hoping they accept me the way I am because they have no choice in the end. But my last two lovers in Berlin were not kinky. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is what I was thinking about because I, I moved here um coming with a kinky history and interested in kink 
been in Berlin, it was like cool. And yeah. by kink, I just mean like alternative stuff. Doesn't have to be like you know what I mean. Um, not necessarily like BDSM stuff. But by kink, I mean BDSM. Yeah, okay. By kink, I mean what she doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> just to well, be clear for our listeners out there, I like. Look, I I was getting into, I was exploring that stuff, but also in terms of like poly stuff or in terms of just yeah, yeah. Kink is very big. Yeah, it's a broad it's a big, word. It's a queer word. It's yeah. you know, kink. Yeah. So when I moved here, I was like, yeah, now I'm somewhere where like it's gonna be this this is going to continue my development is going to continue and then all my partners uh were very conservative yeah and i loved the times that i shared with them Uh, absolutely i wouldn't change anything about it learned other things and i don't go out of my way to change a person that i meet to be kinky or not absolutely i'm having great sex with them and our exchange has that that sparring psychologically with that i need yeah i'm i'm pretty happy for a long time yeah totally um me too me too i might slip and slide into a a kink situation through work because as a professional i'm often in these places where they need a dominatrix to show up or get hired for something and i'm never gonna say no to that of course not but it but in the personal side i took a very long break yeah 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 and uh and like you can, you can with with conservative partners, you can suggest it, and you can, you know, you can try your best. You can try your, you know, and but it's and it's not like it's a, a a deal breaker or whatever. But like it's fun to experiment. So, but now you're in a situation. But it could where... be a deal breaker. I think for me, it was a deal breaker. I think for me, it is something that has been a deal breaker more than once. But it wasn't with the last two. It wasn't. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it kind of was a deal oh. breaker. Like mm. the mm. relationship lasted over two and a half years. The last one, f- almost four. Um, so both those people at one point, I was like, I'm missing something that I love and that I have fun with and that you accept in me, but you're not engaging in it and it's intimate Mm -hmm. and I don't want to develop that with somebody else outside of us because that person's going to win like that, that if I do, and I'm not polyamorous, I don't have, I I respect polyamorous people a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I said, when I'm single, I'm a slut, but as soon as I find that person that hones the energy and reflects with me and that I don't, I don't. I'm exhausted. I share my energy and I'm exhausted. Yeah. I don't want to share my energy with too many people. Yeah. And I can't, I, mean, I can pick up the phone right now and fuck someone if I wanted to. Yeah. But do I want to replenish my energy from that person? And do they give me the energy that I need back? So at some point, kink is a very, kink has been in my life since I was a teenager. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Okay. So four years is um, like, no judgment but four years is a long time yeah but i mean we had a crazy relationship we were both artists we were passionate we fought a lot we had great sex yeah we we sparred we you know there was a lot there there was a lot there that distracted me from which was not a healthy distraction because it gave you that energy thing you know yeah 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 but 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 a lot of things can yeah yeah And, and it takes time to really realize no no actually this is something that is really important to me and and you want to try and you want you want to try everything yeah Okay, so what so, what specifically in kink are you excited to be doing right now? Oh, okay. So things that I love, I love. Well, um, I consider myself a goddess. Definitely. Of course you do. Of course, because and you are exactly. Which goddess. is what I want to specify. I'm not a goddess just when you summon me for playtime. I'm a goddess all the time. All the time. Um, Liliana, goddess all the time, goddess. no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> um, but within that, I love, I love, I love the tensions. I love bondage. I love the tensions. The tensions. Tension, like attention oh, and attention. tension. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love different forms of discipline to Im- to impose them. I'm also a mm. switch. So, but you have to be able to put me in the right headspace to get me to switch. What's, okay, so a switch means you go between dom and sub. Yeah. Okay. What uh, does that mean that you? 
a uh, switch it's like a, like, a, is. like a lighting switch so mm-hmm, on off so you can you you can switch but bet- you can switch between dom and sub in the same like i personally moment. can yeah. i can if i'm with the right person i do mm-hmm. understand that most people maybe maybe it's because of the longevity of time that i've been exposed to play and all all the things of myself but i i can switch back and forth with like a trigger word or you know a moment but mm-hmm. I like to honor longer lengths of play with mm-hmm. a certain style. So I don't want to be switching back and forth with you like every 10, 15 minutes. That's that just sounds, psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, Liliana. I want to switch. I'm on the top. No, I'm the top. No, I'm the top. No, word. No, was yeah. it? Um, no. Safe but, um, word. Yeah. Role play is a lot of fun and it needs direction and, mm. and motivation yes. and things. So I love topping, obviously, because I love high heels and lingerie. Topping? And, yeah. Topping? The dominant. Uh-huh. Sorry. That's not good. I'm <laughs> Topping learning. is the dominant. Um, bottoming is the bottom. And a bottom top is what I am. Um, so even if I'm bottoming, I feel like I'm... Still topping. Yeah. But in the end... So topping is being dominant. Okay. Yes. And and bottoming is being submissive. Yeah. But it doesn't... I, but, but you being... choose to be submissive. So when you choose mm-hmm. to be submissive, at yeah. some point, you're the one that stops the game. So you're also... So depending... Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so control if there still. If you're a really... Yeah, I've never actually... I have never really been in a dub, dom subspace, like as, as as in like a really um, setting the scene. Yeah. Hey, this is what we're doing, and you're gonna do this. Like I really feel like but I just haven't had a the... lot of communication. I think that that uh, when you really like someone and you're starting to develop a relationship, it takes a lot of communication and people, and that's that is also fun. That's foreplay. That, yeah, it can like, it can be I, if it's cool between the yeah, two. Like of you. Yeah, like when I ask you if you know what you like about me, I'm not trying to quiz you. Maybe I'm trying to instigate that. I want you to ask me, hey, what what is it? Like, what what are your... I don't know. I don't know the answer to what are your turn-ons. Like, fucking five-inch heels, bitch. (laughs) Those are my (laughs) turn-ons. Even if I don't wear them because it's Berlin and it's cobblestone. (laughs) Like, I love shoes. Yeah. That's that's cool. Do you fucking shoes? I love shoes. I could do everything in shoes. Really? And high heels. I mean, oh... Wow, I because whenever I watch porn and women have shoes on, I'm like, that is so unrealistic. Like, I love that is shoes. Like, I will that's put a my danger. Sh- but I will put my shoe in your mouth. I will put my shoe in your. I will do so much shit with my shoes. You were about to say shoe in your butt. <laughs> yeah. You were about to say shoe. I will put your my shoe <laughs> in your my butt. Shoe in your, um, yeah. How sharp are these ends that you're no, talking you about? Have, you, everything. Be careful. Of course. Put, of course. I know your you know, yeah. your respect. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I was just seeing a very. I'll definitely poke the t- no, you know like I'll ta- I'll poke Brr. I'll poke your taint with my heel. <laughs> Uh, oh wow uh okay i had two questions there uh one was um like some of your favorite kind of role play dynamics if you're comfortable sharing them like as in like you know nurse or i don't like nurse i never like nurse at all no i'm not i don't like nurses no i think no i just i don't i don't like any i'm not into blood play i'm not into any bodily fluid play i'll pee on you whatever but um, <laughs> well, you're not into bodily fluid, but you I'll will pee. I'll pee on you. When <laughs> oh, you'll pee on me. Okay. Later. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay. So not nurses. Not nurses. I love the Catholic schoolgirl dynamic mm. with the the Catholic nun teacher or priest teacher. Like, I love that yeah. dynamic for me. It has a psychological thing that works. Um, okay. So anything that-, that has to do with, mm-hmm. with high school and being a rebel that got kicked out of high school turns the fuck out. Like I'm, I'm on. I went to 13 different schools between two countries, and That's a lot. some of them were for moving, and some of them were for me just being over it and being just wow. like fuck you. 
fuck the system. So you're almost connecting with your inner child. Yeah. So whenever I get schoolgirl role play, I'm topping. I'm the dom. Wow. But I'm the bratty like, and and that's the point of it. And like, and I'm abusing the teacher, and I'm, <laughs> you know. And if if the dynamic with my play partner is correct, this happened in New York once, which was wonderful. At one moment, like it was like an hour and a half of playing together, where I was this bratty, you know, smoking cigarette, uh, private school te- kid that mm-hmm. just like, you know, and whipping the teacher and beating the teacher. Wow. And then at one moment, it switched. And I was over his lap and he was spanking me and it was just a fun Ooh. ass moment. But it was short because I was like, oh, I'm done. You know, like, thanks, teacher. <laughs> <I'm out." laughs> and so you stayed in power. In a sense. Yeah. But like but there was that that there was that switch at the, the switch, end. Yeah. But it was a, a a duration of play that was about two hours in a private room, you know. So so the first were, the first hour and a half was yeah, this was when I was pro in, in New York. Pro dominatrix Liliana. When I was for hire. Now I'm higher. a lifestyler, so careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> moving up, baby. Moving up always moving up. Um, um, diversifying. So yeah, so this was a really he was a gorgeous man. I remember like his height and his some of his like features, but I don't remember more about him. Mm-hmm. Um because it was a one time experience. Mm-hmm. Which is also rare that when you have a, a new one-time experience, the connection happens like that. So he hired yeah. me to top him, but it was so much fun, and we were just like, "But!" And that the last little section, we oh. switched it, and it was just, you know. So there's magic in being in the moment of this playfulness yeah. and releases, and I guess throughout like the things that I was telling him in my role play dynamic, he picked up on some things where he was able to. Not that it is manipulation, but it. He was able to cue me in to him needing to reciprocate a little bit mm-hmm. to close the scene. Yeah. And and I was in wow. tune with him enough. It's like dancing. Ah, oh, yeah. It's like having a sexual partner where it actually flows and you're able to move from each yeah. stage of the the, yeah. the dance to the next in this fluid kind of... yeah understanding Mm -hmm. expanding but it's you can miss those cues easily as well when you're so wrapped up into your own thing and and that's normal i mean it takes a lot to establish something with longevity i find Mm -hmm. (laughs) any relationship any relationship oh my god I don't think I should talk about anything to do with relationships. I've got now. I got on a dating app. I got on Hinge after the last podcast episode. Uh, I know. I know. I'm very close to deleting it. I don't know about. I mean, uh, no, no, because I deleted all of them in summer last year, and I felt so great, and and it was great. It was great. I like. I don't think that dating apps are a good thing. Yeah. Actually, I think they make love like a like online shopping. You know, it's like it doesn't work like that. I just can't do it. I just cannot do it. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit uh, between lockdowns. We did a show together and you're talking about not being able to do it, do it because, because why can't you do it? Well, because I used to charge money for being a dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you're getting it for free. And like, you're not taking me out for a coffee. Like if I meet you on the street and you invite me for a coffee, I'm going for a coffee with you. Yeah. But I'm not putting myself on, on a f- platform when I've been on other platforms for a certain rate and price to do the same fucking bullshit, yeah. which is meet someone that I'm compatible with. Yeah. No, like either, and I trust the universe and the universal web and divine intuition that the person that's meant to be in my path will be sent to me by my dead ex. <laughs> 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 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I am about a week away from deleting it. Uh, I'm already at the point where I'm just like, ugh, these people, like, I just, I already, I feel judgmental. Like, I end up feeling like a bitch and these, being on it. are these it. things that you want to feed your soul? Yeah. Is it, because if, because if, if you didn't feel judgmental and you kept it on there, maybe it wasn't so, but... And you know, you can also, you can also say that, um, like r- certain races are yeah. deal breakers on this fucking Woo! app. Can you believe that? Like you can actually, yeah. Lana showed me that. She's like, check this out. I was like, whoa, this is such a German app. This makes me want to throw a phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's a German app, but, um, but yeah, I, it's a nicer platform and I, and I, I like, because I like it because you interact with people's profiles by liking something specifically on their profile and then making a comment about it. Mm. So that's actually, it's, oh, it sounds it's, just like regular, like nice bag. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Um, right. Never have I ever. Can you play that game? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Let's do it. Oh, Go. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it. Um, Okay, so never have I ever, I'm going straight for sexual, uh, never have I, isn't it funny how you always think about what you have done? So it's like, Mm. you have to do these double Mm. things of like, okay. Never have I ever been penetrated by an electric vibrator at the same time that I was tied up to a bondage horse with a French man. Yeah, I've never done that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was the bondage horse a bondage horse is a is that like a structure that yeah. you get tied to okay yeah. a bondage horse the horse and what was the french man uh, just another person in the room okay. that was tied to it ah okay yeah cool mm. nah i've never been tied up like i've never been tied up mm. oh you look that's like kind of mm. lovingly disappointed i'm not sure yeah, I'm like oh wistful you, you, you don't know what wistful. you're missing out on <laughs> Mm. You I can know, always tie yourself no, up. On, honestly, I the reason I don't have a bed frame is because I'm I've been waiting. <laughs> exactly, I'm terrified. I always need to crawl. Um, it's because I've been waiting for a bed frame that I can actually tie things to that's uh, stable enough, and so I just I don't have a Sounds bed. Sounds like an excuse. <laughs> no, it's not. I will buy a bed frame when I find one that look like, that's nice that I can tie something that I can actually tie things too i don't just want like a you know like a flat back or no uh, yeah, yeah 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 or just like lattice on um, lattice like all la- my like bed all my bed frames are i are uh, cast iron yeah it's a lot i <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't want, I don't want cast iron i want i just want wood but i want it to not be la- also i don't like how loud so many beds are oh, you God, know? know it just fucking annoys me you know i can i can be so loud having sex on my bed without a A, rickety bed frame adding to it um so yeah i've been waiting i've been and my mum knows this my mum's been wanting to buy me a bed frame and she knows that the only reason why i haven't bought one yet is because i haven't found the one that i can tie myself to she knows that oh well i can teach you some rope stuff that you can do use on yourself she bodies that i can use so what do i what would i do by tying myself up well you understand the sensation you can understand um, like you could tie just your legs up and not and not be able to use them, so you can try doing things around the house and fool around with that feeling. <laughs> I mean, so could, I just be like vacuuming with my legs tied up, or why not? Look at all the vintage kinky pictures. There's like just strange little. Oh, um, <laughs> interesting. Okay, it is interesting. Uh, Self bondage is also somewhat a form of meditation because mm-hmm. you're taking your time and you're binding your your legs together and your your circulation changes. And you have to think. You have to sit there and think because you can't really go anywhere. 
Yeah, right. And then you have to untie yourself. Yeah. So you have to unravel those thoughts. Okay, so that so this is how I meditate. Sexual. <laughs> like, in all you know of this, I, I do meditation. I'm like, so do I. <laughs> I tie myself up. I tie myself up once a week when I want to kill people, <laughs> and then I feel it's better. For, it's for me and and them and the world. Um. Okay, so I, that wasn't like the idea of tying myself up. It doesn't have to up. be sexual, but I want it to be. Sexual. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> um, you can also access your sexuality better when you play with someone else if you've tried things on yourself yeah and you're aware of how it feels yeah 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 so i'd love so, to learn the knots i yeah. guess and or just how to do like french cuffs which are really quick you know they're like pre you you pre-knot the rope and so when the person comes in you can you can role play that you're super strong and you're like you are tied up because it's french cuffs you have to sound like Spanish cuffs. I don't know why I went French. <laughs> I am conquistador. <laughs> Bad role play. <laughs> um, French cuffs sound great. Uh, Spanish cuffs. Spanish cuffs. Okay, sorry. Spanish cuffs. I fuck um, the French. <laughs> um, um, but also, the, if you start knowing how to wrap your ankles up or things, you also understand how 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 it feels around it, and yeah. you know how to take somebody out of something or yes. How to do something quicker because you already have it, you've practiced it. You okay, know, it's like yeah. it's also really you know, you're trying you're trying to stay in character and you're just like fuck the rope's messy. You gotta oh my god, there's a knot. Wanna, you know, so the more you play at home and like just tying things, just practice <laughs> makes perfect. It's like totally, comedy. Totally. It's like everything. You don't really want to bomb in front of people, but when you do, you learn something. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. So, ta- but the the extent of tying stuff up, it's really just. It's not, I'm not trying to minimize it, but the, uh, tying people oh, up is really just, uh, no, this, this there's power no thing. just, there's no just yet, but yeah, okay. Let me say this. Mm. Tying a person up is like making a sculpture. Okay. You get to des- decide where you want their limbs to go, what mm-hmm. direction, how high you get to decide what parts of the body are splooging out between the ropes or within. You get to decide what has support and what doesn't have support. You get to decide if you're going to put things in places that will be attached by rope and that can do other things. You get to decide if you're going to invert them or not if you have that type of equipment. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <sounding laughs> quite complicated. If you have a bed that you can tie people to, most likely you can lift them up a bit. Yeah. Depends. Um, but it takes a lot of time and you, yeah. have to be gen- you have to be consistently taking, it's like massaging a person as well, where you always keep one hand on their body while you transition to another part yeah, yeah. so that they don't feel the disconnect. So there's a, there's a gentleness to it within the painful rope, within the tightness of the rope. There is. You can use like nice, like, like, yeah, but it's still as it, as it moves, uh, things yeah. tighten and wiggle and mm. circulation changes. So you have to check in their circulation. You have to check on their breathing. Yeah, there's a lot of, so lot it's of stuff not in there. just, um, and it's not just about pain and pleasure. And it's not just about surrendering power. It's, it's like an art form. Yeah, there's a lot in there. It is an art form. I mean, Shibari is an art form. Yeah. Um, God, it seems like, maybe I can leave that for my fifties. I feel like that's a lot. Of work. Oh my God! One of my friends hired me once for her fiftieth birthday, and I have to mention this because I don't get too many opportunities to mention it. Thank you. Um, she's amazing. She lives in New York, and for her fiftieth birthday, she decided that she was gonna fuck fifty people, and she had me. She had me as the MC for her night. So, so she fucked fifty people that night. Yeah, it was a party. It was a big orgy in New York City in a private space, and she she also knew the fifty. It was like. You know, she had, she didn't like, 
I don't know. I don't know what she did. In, I love this person. I don't person. know what she I, did I don't know them. in I love the them. room with them, uh-huh. but she definitely took 50 different sexual encounters in one night, and I would bring them over. And also the rest of the party just kind of mingled and did, and I was like, the, like, are you okay? Do you need someone to play with? Come with me. Let me take you to this place over here. Let me introduce you. So you're the maitre d' of this yeah. 50th birthday party orgy. orgy. Oh, that's fantastic. And that was a super liberating moment for me. I was like, I also want to be 50 one day. <laughs> <laughs> and 50's young now yeah. like we look at 50 50 is so even for young. her she always had a, she was a young 50 she had, yeah yeah wow that is such yeah. a great 50th birthday idea yeah 50 people that's a that's a lot of that's a that's lot a of, lot of everything whatever it is whether it's how, here there or how well, long was this party a good 24 hours yeah a good 24 hours so that's still two people per hour approximately yeah but she didn't do i don't know what she did inside each room i know it was there was definitely something, but that was her goal, and that's what she did, and she accomplished it. Oh I'm my with. god, that is so cool! Empowering. That is empowering. That is empowering. Like, that charges a me. Woman. A woman. A woman. A woman. Fucked him too. <laughs> what was that? Two. <laughs> fucked him too. A two. A two. Yeah. Fucked him too. <laughs> fucked him fitty. <laughs> Uh, can you give some details about this person's lifestyle? Because I find... They're the- a yogi and a tango dancer. Oh, dude. Oh, man. What? A yogi? Fuck. Like, I'm sorry. That writes itself right into the stereotypes of the yogis having all of these... Wonderful orgies? Uh, I'd say more like, uh, like this sort of psychophantic, like, you know, followers. Who... I mean, there's a European... I don't know. I think it's a very enlightened person. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I'm not I don't... judging the person at all, but it's just like, you said yogi and I just... Yeah, but they don't, look, they, don't, they don't come off as like that, that, that wearing hippie pants. Like, that, okay. It's not that cliche. Not that asshole. Yeah, but they of... are a yogi. Like, they're definitely a person that teaches yoga, that lives the wow. lifestyle, that honors it. That's fucking beautiful. And, but, but yeah, okay, yogi... What was the other thing? Tanguero. Yeah, tango dancing, which is also quite sexual. Quite sexual. And sexual. Wow, and f- to have 50 friends that you can fuck. That's amazing. You have to be a really good person. You have to be such a you good like, person. You left things on good terms. Really good terms. Like, you could like, die. So, like, the thing is, if I think that's such a great way to celebrate your 50th birthday. But I, I can't imagine having 50 people but that I, I would want to fuck. Again, like I said, I, I'm oh, 50. Yeah. Yeah. But... Me neither. I don't know. I mean, I can imagine at least a good 25. <laughs> I got, like, that I, I don't want know, to. Matt. Like, really, I would, the, the way my life would have had to have gone, uh, I would need, I don't even know the, 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 the conditions I would need in my life to be able to have 50, well, how old are 25, you right now? 25 people. Just have it. I am 34. Yeah. So there's time for those conditions to be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but like, really, like that, this, there's a lot there, and right? there was no gender, and uh, uh, like it wasn't about who you were. It was definitely it was a sexual experience with each person. Does this person have um, children? Does it matter? I'm curious. I'm curious. I don't about. know. Okay, I just want like like I I'm, I don't have a bias that they would or they wouldn't, but I would be even more. Um, I know I, many people with children that yeah, are, I'd be more adm- admiring of the of this person like ad- if they had children if they had yeah because it's more difficult to get out of the house and <laughs> it's more difficult to have structured your life in a way to still have fifty people that you'd I think you're fuck thinking with your like you I think you're thinking with like an Anglo Christian type brain thing also like this person was not raised with that for sure they were 
No, it's just more like if they had kids, like then they've, they've still got the structure, like the, they've still managed to create a, a space and they've still got these relationships. But they've, yeah, but I mean, if you're pol- 50, how old are your kids if you had kids at the right point? What's like the they're right not home, point, when, like, Liliana? Well, I, oh God, there's no right Listen point. Listen to you, you Dula. <laughs> Whenever you want to have kids is the right point for you. You use but, the R word, not me. <laughs> <laughs> the word right. It's forbidden. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I, I think if you have them when you're young, then you have a whole entire other life by the time you're 30. Like if your kids left home at 30, then you're like set. You're like you're having a whole new youth. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then if you have them... I think the most, I, this is obviously all opinions because I don't have kids of my own and I'm not going to have them. <laughs> pass that boat. That's past. But, uh, we, like, I don't know. I was like, should we say like de- dead, dead something? Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, how do I put it? It's dead. It's dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead eggs. Dead uterus. Dead eggs. <laughs> no, the eggs are there. It's the no, tubes. The it's there. dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We, we, got, it. we got it. We got it. <laughs> It's dead. <laughs> um, uh, dead eggs. Like then, so dead sheep, sorry. Some people probably, they did their wild things in a younger yes. point, and yes. then they had children later on, and then it's difficult to structure that yeah. freedom and that right. liberty. Right. And then some people are so fortunate, they never have children, they help you with your children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> they get to wonders. be with your children. Yeah. They get to help you. Yeah, well, look, yeah, we both do that. Yeah, we both exactly. do that. Uh, do you have a name for your vagina? No. Me neither. I don't have a name for my vagina. Is that something you'd want? I don't know. I never, I would think I would have had it by now. Oh, uh, never too late? <laughs> no, I don't think I would remember it. Like, I think like, I could name it and I'd be like, oh, forgot. <laughs> well, it can change, right? It can be, I, whenever I hear a thing like name of my vagina, I always go straight to sex in the city and I think of Rebecca, which mm-hmm. is what, um, uh, the, the, the cutesy one, Charlotte. Called yeah. her vagina Rebecca. Yeah, Conchita is what Argentinians call Conchita. it, which is like little seashell. Conchita. In Colombia, we say chocha, which chocha. I love. Chochita, mm-hmm. diminutive. In Australia, um, you know, me, cunt. Um, cunt. I, I've gotten to love cunt. I'm, I'm, I'm part of the holy cunt. cunt collective now, so yeah. we're having a show in February Ooh. at Retramp. <gasps> holy cunt! It'll be a live stream and a lot of show, art. The artwork will be on the walls, and you can visit the show by appointment only. Corona. Corona. Cunt. Um, holy 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 uh, oh i can't wait for that but um, like my friend mate. asks me what i like to be called in role play and mm-hmm. he's like what do i call you what do i call you my like, goddess liliana velasquez <laughs> like what are you thinking like and what else no i'm like wait maybe he needs me to change names i'm like but why would i change names why would i change names i'm a goddess yeah <laughs> why 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 why, 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 why? <clears throat> yeah uh goddess liliana velasquez that's the name of my pussy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god something that turns me on so much is if you are if i'm sitting on your face and you are saying my name into my pussy a flip that's like for me the ultimate like louder i can't hear you oh that's great but also with your name lily there's two tongue rolls already in there it's just the idea that yeah into my woman cave you're just like into my what cave? Woman cave. Woman cave. <laughs> there's like some sewing needles on the left. And there's some boxes on the right. My cat's there's a knife on the left. <laughs> oh. I just wrote an article for Mars Comedy Club about... Um, for Mars? Yeah. Yeah. They're doing an online and a hard copy magazine. And I'm the sex writer, which is cool. Uh, and so I've written an article called... Uh, 
Femges floods Berlin, and it's all about female ejaculate. Cool. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I did a lot of research. Did you know that the guy that who discovered the guy who discovered the G spot was in Berlin? And that he, makes sense. Right. Berlin is pretty open. Right. Yeah. But it was it was right before like he was in, he was I a think Jew. I also just recently heard this. Yeah. Really. Like so from another part of the universe. Really. That's crazy. Huh. Hmm. The world just gave you that information twice. So what are you supposed to what do with that? To learn? Yeah, what am, yeah. I, what am I supposed to be learning about a German finding the G-spot? His name is uh, Greffenberg. So it's the Greffenberg Punkt. And he had a super Greffenberg Punkt. Greffenberg Punkt. Mm. Greffenberg Punkt. Look Findet mine. mein Greffenberg Punkt, bitte. Um, when I say bitter, I think of the children at my kindergarten, so it gets a bit weird, but, um... Ooh, now I'm feeling weird about it, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Greffenberg. Greffenberg punkt. Uh, Greffenberg punkt. Greffenberg. Greffenberg, yeah. He's super hot, man. Like, this uh, Jewish gynecologist. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I would... I would Google him if you were interested. Yeah. Smash one out to him. I would smash. Keep your yeah. fingers on your clit. Yeah. And he, he actually studied female ejaculate and found that, um, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. He, he must out. have been a smooth operator. Right. His yeah. wife. And it's funny. The Wikipedia article has quite a bit on his wife because I think everyone's like, well, who was he practicing on? What else was there? What porn do you watch? Ooh. I haven't watched porn for a while. Woman. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, um, and I've told my listeners uh, before that I typically go on to Reddit. Reddit has quite a few. Oh. <sighs> yeah, so I use subreddits on, uh, on, <coughs> on, on lesbian anal. Oh, wow. Lesbian <laughs> anal, damn. <laughs> Shit, she went deep. That is not what I expected you to say at all. I was like, lesbian, I get every woman goes into. No, no, I'm not interested in, in normal lesbian at all. No, lesbian, lesbian anal anyway. is what I enjoy watching. See, like, I have a German role play fantasy. Oh, tell it's me all about, about it. about having a German teacher uh-huh. who's super strict with me. And, is, and so, my, this is a real fantasy. <laughs> I'm going to release it right now. And it's going to manifest itself and it's going to come true. Yes. So, I want to have like an hour private long session of German class with a woman in. A corset, like super decked out, fierce, fabulous. And she's like, Zag das! Nokmal! Nokmal! You know, and she's strict. Nokmal! Yeah, and she's strict. Zag das! And then, <laughs> and then you pan, you, you know, you see, you pan out and you see the whole entire classroom. And actually, I'm sitting at the desk in a schoolgirl outfit that's like sexy, kinky schoolgirl outfit <laughs> with the thigh highs and the naughtiness and the shoes. But under my feet is a man bound and gagged, a German! I love it. I know, me too. And I'm like, this is how I'll learn German. This is a whole, that's a sketch as well. This is a real scene in my map. This is something that I really want to manifest. Yeah, but I think you need to film it and then you need to put it on Instagram. (laughs) The thing is that I do things for myself. This is what people don't understand. Sell yourself. You know how many people are like, why aren't you on on OnlyFans? I'm like, because I've already done so many sexual things in my life and I am a comedian now and I don't mind still being sexual and I don't mind still bringing it all. And actually I'm owning it more and bringing Mm -hmm. it back into it. But where I want my direction of my life to go. That's why I'm studying to be a doula. That's why, like, you know, like, I'm still going to be a kinky, freaky bitch that might show up in porn sometime. Because I want to. Exactly. 
Exactly. And I know that the world is going to send me all the money because of all the uh, all the talents that I have. Not only my hoo-ha. Oh, that's what I call her. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Oh, my hoo-ha. Your hoo-ha. <laughs> but it's funny because in English also like hoo-ha is like a bit of like a ooh, ooh like a bit of a uh, scandal, you know, ooh, all the hoo-ha. All the, I got this from my friend around. the Great Tyrant. She used to call hers her hoo-ha. And she was like, I oh, like hoo-ha. hoo-ha. So you peg people. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> That was the most reserved I've seen you in the last hour. Yeah, uh, I love pegging people. You love pegging people. I'm very happy pegging. I've never pegged. I'm a happy pegger. 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 When I peg, I peg well. So now, explain to me the pegging. Explain to me the pegging. I mean, for me, it's just fabulous. It's a, I have a dick. I'm the one fucking you. Do you have something that's stimulating your clit or you going inside you? I don't. I mean, right now, I need, I'm shopping for a new strap on. So what are you looking for? I'm looking for something that penetrates me as well while I penetrate them. Fuck yeah. So you want it like it's always inside you? I want it to you. feel inside me as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And something also that's touching the clit as well? If it's going to happen anyways because of the whole entire function of a strap on. The whole thing it's is like, like, like... Especially if you're going to get it in and the angles and the thing. And the, it's going to... There's going to be gonna, some yeah. friction there. Yeah, there's going to be friction. Okay. I don't need additional friction. I mean, maybe, but I don't need additional. Like between... Getting the the double sided dildo that is that goes into the strap on mm-hmm. that that that's already co- like there's parts of it that are covering mm-hmm. onto your clit. So when, true, you're, when you're pegging and you're moving and you're in that, yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot there. happening. We don't need like electrical pulses, but we can. No, no, no. I'm not saying them. I'm not saying uh, bring the robots in. I was just wondering <laughs> if there was an extra appendage to be uh, added into the mix there. Okay, so as you peg them, you're being penetrated and uh, and you enjoy. Okay. That's ideal. That's, yeah, that's the idea that of pegging, is... but I don't have a strap on right now that penetrates me as well. Okay. So, uh, but you're shopping. I'm shopping. Yeah. Men don't like it. Some men. No, Sorry, I never, not I ha- all men, obviously. Not all men. <laughs> 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 if you could see my face right now. Um, <laughs> uh, some partners do not understand the pleasure of additional external stimulation. They are not having conversations with their sexual partners about enough things. I think um, my no, but, or even like like sometimes after I've had great sex, mm-hmm. I'm still horny, and it's not that I wasn't satisfied. It's just that I, I'm in this like yeah, you're in the wave. zone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that and many times, men <laughs> in this place, I'm correctly gendering them because I'm talking about my experience exactly. Have fallen asleep after ejaculating. Yeah. Profusely. Profusely. <laughs> and it's just I... wet everywhere. <laughs> it's just, you're just in a puddle. And I'm still horny, so I will pull out a toy. And then the, they will make a comment at some point later on, like, did I not satisfy you enough? Yeah. Like, that's... Did, why did you still have to use a toy after me? And it's like, why did you fucking fall asleep when I'm still awake? Yeah, you're just asleep, dude. Yeah, like you're asleep. I'm not going to rape you. Maybe I am. Maybe <laughs> no. I will. But like, I prefer to go we're sex- in this situation, I'm talking about consent. Of course, of course. No, but like, why would you be annoyed? If you fall asleep... Uh, yeah, and I'm still horny. But that's the thing. I think there are some couples who... Like, I remember when I was a bit younger, um, waking up and... Uh, feeling like my boyfriend sort of masturbating on the back of my... I fucking love that. 
<laughs> I'm like, jerk off to me. I want to wake up and see you on your knees jerking off to me. But when I was younger, when I was really young, and I think it's this programming of so society and 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 somehow I always thought it was about me. But it was for me. It was like, oh, like you're not gonna. I don't know. It was like them masturbating was somehow taking away sexual time that they could have with me that were having it. But yeah, that's and, weird. And it's old but, I mean, school, old school. I don't also, think like I mean, that now. But. No, but there are certain things about like trying to raise your sperm count um, things that have to do with that. So like if you're trying to procreate, then maybe you really do want to hold out on that ejaculation. But more than three days is not necessary because what are you, you just got, you, what, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full sentence. <laughs> People who know how I speak understood that. <laughs> but Oh but God. if you are trying to procreate and you have a low sperm count or you mm. have slow swimmers, you want to build up so that the, you know, that. so that there's that side of that. But when you're young and that's happening and you're thinking like, you're thinking, you know, and some people don't get hard and stay hard. Like, you know, some people come and they get soft and some people come and they're still hard. I love those people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Wow. Oh, so you're one of those. Put him in the keeper list. I love it. <laughs> right. I those are I really a big I'm a big fan of those. It's yeah. Like with Coke Dick. Some Coke Dick never gets hard. Some Coke Dick never gets soft. Yeah, I haven't yeah, Coke I, I just like Coke though. Mm. Like I just I, I find Coke is boring in the end. <clears throat> and so the dick is boring. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I that's where I'm at. All right, so we've already we've plugged you, so I'll plug me. I feel quite high. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so uh, that has been the loosest episode of Adults Only Comedy. Why you gotta be loose, girl? I'm kegling right now. Kegling? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not not loose there. <laughs> uh, so tired. Um, so if you find me on YouTube, find me on TikTok, uh, find me on Instagram, AF Barros. That's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. I'm Liliana Velasquez. It's been fucking fabulous to be here tonight. Thank you. It's been so much fun. See you next time. Bye. Bye.